Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bloom and Blush podcast. Um, as some of you may know, I tried to record this yesterday and my Bluetooth headphones connected downstairs and recorded a whole conversation that was going on downstairs anyway. So here I am, take two, ready to guide you guys into pivoting into 2021. So as we know, 2021 has already taken off and lots of things are going on. Um, and I think that I'm still very hopeful for this year and I'm excited to see what it brings. You know, we did just have our first female vice president um, elected into office and inaugurated yesterday. And I know some of you aren't American and I'm not American at all, but that is one of the most amazing things that I've been able to watch thus far and talk about breaking the glass ceilings, right? So that was a big day for me yesterday. I was super happy and it really just made me excited to see what the rest of this year will bring. So let me guess, 2020 wasn't what you thought it would be. And as this year comes to a close and 2021 is here with its unique challenges and opportunities, how do you pivot well during a moment like this? As you begin a new year, there are three approaches that you can take. Now, there's nothing wrong with any of these approaches, but one or more of these will be a little more effective to start 2021 than others. So first, see where you might fit and then see how you might make the change. So the first one, the first approach you can take is called the forgetters. You just want to forget 2020 as fast as you can. Bottom line is that you hated it and you want to leave it in the rearview mirror as quickly as possible. The upside to this, short term, you'll be able to move on mentally and even get some temporary relief. The downside, you will be able to leave behind what you've learned. The next approach is called the resigners. You go with the flow, you're resigned to the fact that 2020 was what it was, 2021 will be what it'll be, and you've decided that you're going to take things as they come. The upside to this, your flexibility allows you to survive well day to day, which keeps you stress low. The downside, your desire to live in the moment means that you miss the opportunity to learn from what's behind or grow through what's ahead. And then finally, the propellers. You decided to evaluate this past year as painful as it may be and take note of what you have learned and apply it in your future. You you might want this year to pivot you into something better. I know for me, I definitely want 2021 to be a year I'll never forget. The upside to this is you'll thrive in 2021 and you'll take these lessons into the future. The downside though, short term, you'll have to pause and reflect on a hard year, which can be very uncomfortable, but trust me, it is very worth it. I did sit and reflect on my 2020 and, you know, thought about what I wanted out of 2021 and it was hard. Some of the things that you can really bring up and think about and process can be really tough, you know, and at the end of each year, the beginning of a new year, things start to change for people. And that's okay. The next little part I want to take you guys through, though, is a little exercise. So if you haven't already, grab a pen and paper because I have some questions. And these are going to help you reflect on 2020 and pivot well into 2021. Now, when you look at those approaches that I mentioned earlier, you can likely see yourself in one of those three categories. Whether you're there or not, I know part of you wants to be the propeller. You know what's best for you, but where do you begin with that? How do you reflect on the year to propel yourself forward? Below, these questions are going to be some solid reflection questions to help you. So the first one, what are the top five blessings yet you are thankful for for 2020? Now I'm going to answer these throughout the podcast because I sat down and went through this and I found it super beneficial and I want to share it with you guys. So the first one I would say for me is personal growth because I did a lot of work on myself in 2020 and it really started to show. And I'm sitting here in front of you guys recording this podcast, and that is a direct result of my personal growth and me believing that I can do this. 
Number two is my people. I can honestly say that I have some of the best people in my life. And I was able to get rid of some toxic friendships, relationships, coworkers, whatever it may be in 2020 and move forward from that with only the people that I love. The third one, I would say I'm very thankful for my work. You know, I work in healthcare and although 2020 was a wild year, I had a job throughout the whole entire thing and I'm very thankful for that and very lucky. I got to go into work every single day and it kept that routine going for me. The fourth one I would say is my Arbonne business. As many of you know, I'm an independent consultant with Arbonne and, you know, some of the people that I've met in that business are the people that are new to my life and the ones that deserve to be there. Um, And Arbonne has also taught me a lot about personal growth and who I am and what I believe in. So I'm very thankful for that company. And I'm also thankful for my health. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Number two, if you had known 2020 would be what it was, would you have done anything differently? And if so, what would you have done? I would have lived more in the moment, I think, because 2020 really put a lot into perspective for me. And I realized that I need to do what I need to do. And I need to go after what I want because it's my life and I need to live it. Number three, how do you think 2020 has changed? How do you see the relationships with those you love the most? So I learned what was most important. I said goodbye to toxic people and I learned where I needed to focus and where I needed to make relationships stronger and where I needed to let them go. Number four, what lessons have you learned from this year and what do you want to carry into 2021? I think the biggest lesson I have learned is do what you want because life is short and you can only do so much and you can only make so many people happy and you just need to go for what you want because it is your life and nobody else can live that for you and you need to make the best of it. Release any guilt or shame you have and just move forward, you know, really accept who you are and learn to love yourself because that will make you pivot so much further and you are going to have such a better time working through everything you're working through if you lead with love. So number five, and this one was a weird question. I really had to think about it for a long time, but how has this year changed how you see finances and generosity? How will you manage your income differently and grow in generosity moving forward? So for me, I really had a tough relationship with money for a long time and I am only 24 but um, it was something that really bothered me. I always thought I didn't have enough. I read this book called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease. If you haven't read it, go read it and it really taught me a lot about my relationship with money. So in 2020, I broke up with the relationship I did have with money and I created a new one and I can safely say that it is the best thing I've ever done. It has relieved a lot of stress from me. I don't feel as guilty or as shameful. Um, I've learned different ways to pay off a lot of my debt. I no longer have a balance on my credit cards. I started a savings account in March and I'm just honestly leading with generosity because what you put out into the universe, you get back tenfold. So moving forward, I'm going to continue to do that and I encourage any of you to start that as well. Money can be a really tough topic for a lot of people and It can be something that you don't really see as a problem until you really start fixating on it. So give that one a thought. Read the book. Let me know what you think. Number six, what relationships in 2020 have faded or have been forgotten that you need to renew in 2021? So as I was thinking about this question, I didn't really think 
that there were many relationships that I had really forgotten or that had faded in 2020. But as I thought more about it, I realized that it didn't necessarily need to be a relationship with a person. It just needed to be a relationship in general. So what I realized was that my relationship with my body had definitely faded or been forgotten in 2020. And I made a big promise to myself and it is the biggest picture on my vision board that in 2021 I will be more than just a body and because I am more than just a body and there are so many things that my body does for me and you know it never talks down to me it's always there to support me even when I'm being awful to it so I'm going to work on that relationship and that'll be one of the main ones I focus on this year number seven what emotion or behavior do you need to leave and leave behind in 2021 so I think for me this one would be my scarcity mindset I've always been so scared to do things, um, start this podcast, say how I feel about certain situations, speak up, um, and I always thought I wasn't good enough, like who am I to be doing all these things, but you know what, I'm leaving that in in 2020 and moving forward in 2021, I'm not going to be operating from that mindset anymore. Bye, see you later, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Number eight, if you could magically eliminate one thing in your life from 2020, what would it be? What one thing would you add to your life in 2021? And what could you do to make that one thing possible? So for me, honestly, the thing I would eliminate from 2020 is the loss of somebody very special to me. That was one of the biggest shocks in 2020 for me. And it came with a lot of heartbreak and a lot of sadness. And to be honest, I'm still not over it. But It was, I would say, probably the worst part of my year. What I would add in 2021, I don't know, because there isn't necessarily anything I'm specifically needing right now. I am just focused on working on myself and going through those processes and just growing as a person. There isn't really anything I'm trying to get to. I just want to continue with what I'm doing and and really just enhance my relationship with myself and I think I guess if anything to add in 2021 I would just maybe add a little more love for myself and to do that to make that possible I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing with my personal growth routines you know reading saying kind words to myself and just really treating myself with respect and it's going to take me a long way Number nine, if you had to write down three things that you think God or whoever your higher power is, is saying to you out of 2020, what would they be? For me, I would say, be yourself, lead with love, and go for it. Be yourself is one of the biggest things that I focused on in 2020. I had to really get over a lot of the guilt and shame I felt about who I was. Um, Lead with love. I used to be a very angry person, and I would always hold grudges and just be angry, right? But when I decided that I wasn't going to do that anymore and when something would upset me or somebody would upset me, that I would just lead with love and try to see where they're coming from and understand that it isn't me, it made the biggest difference for me. And go for it. Go for it. Honestly, I'd get tattooed on my body anywhere because it's so simple, but it's so it has so much power to, to that statement. Just go for it. Go for the job. Go for the relationship you know, move across the world, do whatever you want to do, just freaking go for it. Trust me. And number 10, what is one truth about God or the higher power that you've discovered or appreciated this past year? One thing that I would say I discovered or appreciated this past year is that no matter what, I need to trust the process because there's always a greater plan. And you know, 
sometimes you can't see that greater plan and sometimes you can't understand how there could be a greater plan from some of the stuff that you may have gone through or you will go through. But trust me, there is. And you just really need to trust the process because in the end, I promise you it'll all be okay. So those are the 10 questions. Sit on them, reflect on them, share them with me if you would like. You know, share them with other people, do the exercise together, whatever you want to do. You don't necessarily need to write them down. You can really just think about it, but setting a new course for yourself in 2021 and your mindset. One of the things that you were challenged by in 2020 was how to navigate constant change and uncertainty in your mind. In all aspects of that, I can say that is so true. Often you can't change your circumstances, but you can change how you respond to them. And that's kind of what I mean by leading with love is instead of, you know, getting angry at that person and and hating them, I just let it go. I let it roll off my back. I, you know, I felt bad for them and that that's just is what it is. And it, it really changes how you can operate throughout the rest of your day when you change how you respond to these things, when you get upset about things, when something doesn't go your way, instead of saying, poor me, why don't you try saying, you know, this is happening for me, not to me, different things like that. A helpful way to grow your mindset is to predetermine how you will respond to the unknown. So which one of these mindset choices do you want to make today as you continue into 2021 so there's five. First one resilient second one flexible not flustered by change third one curious not closed fourth one rooted in faith not swayed by circumstance fifth one prayerful not panicked for me the main one I would say is curious not closed I love the word curious because I am always somebody that's asking questions, wanting to know more, and just trying to figure stuff out. And I'm always open to figuring stuff out and open to, you know, accepting and trying to understand and working through whatever needs to be worked through. Um, but, you know, I can honestly see myself adapting to any single one of these resilient um that was my word for 2020, honestly, because I was throwing a lot of shit in 2020 and I just really had to push through it and lean in and just keep going. Flexible, not flustered by change. I'm someone that loves change, so I don't really have the issue with being flexible. Um, rooted in faith, not swayed by circumstance. That one's important too, because that goes back to trusting the process and just having faith that everything will be okay and not focusing on the current circumstance you're in. So, you know, say you lost a job and losing a job really does suck, honestly, and I feel that. But you really need to trust that you lost that job for a reason. It wasn't meant for you. It wasn't serving you anymore. Let it go and just move forward and just trust that everything will be fine. And prayerful, not panicked. You know, in times of trouble, we often immediately react by panicking, getting upset, worrying. But honestly, what we need to do is really just, really just, you know, focus on making it better or just trying to get through until it is better and you know maybe you do that in the form of praying or maybe you do that in the form of meditating or talking to somebody whatever it may be don't panic just do what you need to do to get through it so that's really what I wanted to talk to you guys about and as you look back on the the questions regardless of your background or whether you're a spiritual person or not ask yourself this what's one big thing that you want to ask for in the in this year in 2021 so whatever it is write it down put it in a place where you can pray over it or think about it often make it a reminder on your phone a sticky note on your desk a message on your bathroom mirror wherever you can see it and just know that I am cheering you on here's to making 
the rest of 2021 the best of 21. We have so much time left. We are only 20 days into this year. Really sit down and think about what you want from it. And you know, you didn't need to set these goals on January 1st. You can set them now. You can set them in June. You can set them in December. Just know that anything is possible. And no matter when you decide to go for it, you can decide at any moment. You can decide now. You can decide in five minutes. You can decide tomorrow. You can decide in December, like I said. Any time is a good enough time to go for it. And it's never, never, ever too late. And you can always change it in a minute. So as I bring this episode to a close, I want to wish you guys the best year. Uh, I hope it's full of everything you've ever dreamed of. I hope that you get what you work hard for and I hope that you just learn to be yourself and go for it and live your life because you know life is short and it can change in an instance and you don't want to be living with regrets. I am not going to be living with regrets. I can tell you that much. So remember that and I will see you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will chat with you soon.